Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. I'm Greg Gillespie, and today on Family Life, we speak with an attorney involved in a First Amendment case that is based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, but has implications throughout the country. Abigail Sutherland is with us. What was happening in this Las Vegas area high school that has become a First Amendment lawsuit? The student that we represent in Las Vegas was forced to perform a profanity-laced and sexually explicit monologue before her entire class. And the assignment was a graded assignment. And so she, um, she didn't have the option to forego the assignment. And um, she had, per the rules of the assignment, had already bypassed one monologue that she had selected. And so she had no option but to, to perform the second monologue, which the students were instructed to pull monologues from a pile. And so this is the monologue that she had pulled from the pile. I think that one of the most shocking things about these facts is that the teacher had previously helped students review and edit their monologues before they were placed in a pile for their classmates to select. And so this sexually explicit and obscene monologue had actually been approved by the teacher and the teacher had worked with the student to prepare the monologue. You have obviously seen the content of that and I'm not going to ask you about it, but what's your personal reaction? Is this something that was edgy or something that was completely inappropriate for an official part of a high school curriculum? It was beyond edgy. It actually contained um, explicit uh, um, material and um, obscenities within that material. It had absolutely no educational content to it whatsoever. To put it quite frankly, this was a sexualization of children in the classroom, supported by the teacher. And the student involved in this was a 15-year-old female at the time? Yes, 15 years old. Um, She had enrolled in a drama class. This was in a drama class. She highly respected her teacher and looked up to her. So you can imagine, you know, as parents, we always instruct our, our children to give respect to the teachers, to listen and obey teachers in the classroom. And unfortunately, here, the teacher had taken advantage of that and had slipped this monologue in knowingly and knew that it, that a student would be performing it. I think the other disturbing part about this is these monologues had to be read and memorized and then performed in front of the class. So it wasn't just a mere reading. Um, there was some study involved in it and some memorizing of the monologue before it was even performed. I can imagine a lot of parents eavesdropping on our conversation horrified by that. The information I have also says this is similar to other cases where parents complained, but ironically, a student that had to say the words that you're talking about in a classroom, the parent was shut down trying to read those very same words in the adult setting of a school board meeting. That is exactly correct. Following several unsuccessful attempts by the parents to try and address this with the school administration and to get some answer or response as to how and why this happened and what the school would do about it, the student's mother showed up at the school board meeting to inform the school board about what was taking place in their school district. 
She explained ahead of reading the monologue that she was reading something that her child had been forced to read in the classroom, and yet the school board silenced her and wouldn't even allow her to read the monologue due to the obscene content of it. We're talking with Abby Sutherland of the American Center for Law and Justice. This is a case where, similar to other similar or parallel cases, where conservative plaintiffs bring actions against government entities. It is a First Amendment case. What are the legal standards that the attorneys are talking about as far as why this is a constitutional issue? Well, there are actually two claims, two First Amendment claims that we brought in the case. One is on behalf of the parent um, who was silenced at the school board meeting and not permitted to address in in what has been created as a limited public forum um, to address issues taking place in the school. And then the other First Amendment claim that we have is on behalf of the student, and it is a compelled speech claim. Essentially, what we allege and what the facts support is that this student was compelled to speak on matters that were entirely inappropriate, and that as a parent, you would never want your child to study or perform in the classroom or or anywhere else for that matter. And also, not only is it a federal constitutional issue, the information from the ACLJ says that even the state of Nevada says parents are the primary educators on sexual issues at schools in Nevada. Yes, Greg, that is correct. Um, Nevada recognizes that parents should have the discretion to determine what educational content, when it involves any type of information related to sex education, that that should be something the parent is allowed to choose, whether their child is exposed to. And so obviously that's another Another issue here is the parents were never given an opportunity. They were never made aware whatsoever that this was taking place in the classroom. Abby Sutherland is an attorney with the American Center for Law and Justice. They have filed suit against a Las Vegas area school district about a student who was forced to perform an explicit monologue after studying it as a graded assignment. Thank you for joining us. I'm Greg Gillespie. This is Faith Under Fire on Family Life News.